0: What are we going to do tonight, Brain? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. We play it wrong. <coughs> Hello, listeners. It's Episode 6, Season 2 of Playing It Wrong, and we're talking about RPGs. And you know, I have no idea how long I can keep up those one-liners for an intro, but I'm going to do my best to keep it going, and they may suck at times. and Well, I'll probably suck a lot of times, but we'll see what happens, folks. All right, what's up first? Uh, yeah, well, it's not Sunday, is it? No, I'm a day behind. Well, I'm sworn to secrecy on why I'm a day behind, but we're calling it the Great Tortilla Incident of 2019. So enough of that. Uh, other big news. Spotify bought Anchor. I have no idea what that's really going to mean. Um, I don't think it's going to mean that much. might hurt a little bit for the uh, smaller, little, or tinier, or more niche-type uh, podcasters than the... Mainstream talking about self-help and other stuff. So maybe I'm going to start to more talk about food and stuff. Maybe that'll get more listeners. I don't know, but I can't talk about the Great Tortilla Incident. So what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about our first session last week of our Labyrinth Lord game. So, if you're a new listener and you're new to old school games, Labyrinth Lord is basically a clone of basic D&D. And if you're using the Advanced Companion, it's got some Advanced D&D stuff in there. So it's old school, original D&D. And we are playing, actually I'm running, again, the original Keep on the Borderlands with no conversion, because I don't need to convert. So I sort of mashed together character generation in a session zero and getting the ball rolling into one session rather quickly. I admit I was a bit sloppy on the DM side, but we got going, because I know the players and we've been gaming together for a while. So the importance of that session zero of doing your character backstory and getting links to the characters and else, yeah. We're going to do that second session a little more now that they've got a better feel for their character. And so that's what I'm going to do next. I'm going to introduce the characters. So what does our party consist of? Well, we have Ash Carvin, a human ranger. And I'm bringing out one of the old rules that's not in Labyrinth Lord. That is one party, one ranger, because rangers are badasses in old school D&D. And it's hard to roll one up. Next up, we'll have You'll Be Buttons, the human bard. Now, I did not use one of the pre-existing bard classes. I made one up myself, and it's on the blog, so visit the blog, theymightgazebos.blog, and it's letter B, not B-E. Okay, it's in the show notes. All right, show description. Follow the link. <coughs> but a human bard. And then I went crazy and gave them the option of, do you want to go straight by the book or throw in any third-party stuff? Like, let's go crazy. So I did within limitations. So, from Barrel Rider Games, I pulled out the class compendium, which rounds out our two remaining characters. We have Glorand, a gold dragon, who is lawful good, bit stuck up, but still naive. And then we have Bingo, the silver dragon, who is more like a puppy. That's right. A ranger, a bard, and two dragons walk into the keep on the borderlands, and that's where we started off. Now, well, for this campaign, I did keep the uh, good old dragons are color-coded by alignment for your convenience to keep those two from getting immediately killed as soon as they walked up to the keep. So <coughs> they had some fun times at the beginning, so actually some difficult times. The group is used to the way that I run games, whether it be 5e or Dungeon Crawl Classics or something else. I have a uh, old school streak that's a mile wide, but this is the first time I've actually thrown them into a hex crawl type uh, situation, which is basically what Keep on the Borderlands is, and they were kind of struggling at the beginning, trying to figure out where to go when I told them, go wherever you want to. Well, how do we know where to go? I just gave you all these rumors. They decided to try to find the caves immediately. My dice did not like them. They kept running into uh, random encounters immediately outside the gate. They ran into wolves. They ran into orcs. Well, orcs was the final encounter. The mi- the middle encounter was cockatrice. A pair of cockatrice. Yep, for a first-level fresh party because while dragons are color coded for your con- convenience, random encounters are not scaled for your convenience. They did not run. They did manage to kill them, however they did end up with a very nice uh large piece of dragon statuary at the end of it so that was gargoyle dragon gold and so bingo had to fly back to town they gave him what little treasure they had they pretty much pawned everything they get to get bingo or i'm sorry <laughs> Glorind back to the living and since we're playing with the uh advanced rules we had the transformative shock rolls since he got uh turned to stone so he made the first one he failed the second one it's like I'm flesh I'm dead so Bingo goes back into town negotiates with the local cleric and gets a scroll of raised dead in exchange they have to go on to a quest to rid uh, the area of an evil, evil temple which I'm in the middle of designing more on that later <coughs> but they comes back with a NPC gnome cleric because that's all that could fit on the little dragon's back. And I know gnomes can't technically be clerics, but NPCs don't have to follow the same rules. So our gnome cleric is Benny Bigby. He's a cleric of St. Mitch the Auditor, the accounting god, the saint of accountants, arbitrators, and so on. So we finally got the... uh had the cleric read the scroll because nobody in the party could use their scroll reliably, and they didn't want to have to go back and get another one to bring the dragon back. So, yeah, they got him back. They've got another quest. They did track down. They did encounter some orcs, like I said, which they tracked to the caves. We edited the session as they found the caves, even though Gorn still has one hit point from just recently being brought back from the dead. Now, one really wonderful thing is because all the players there we've played before, we've played Dungeon Call Classics, we've played Sandwich Worlds, we've played Call of Cthulhu, and we've played 5th Edition. And one of the players did look at me and say, hey, I'm enjoying this a lot more than 5th Edition because there's a lot fewer moving parts. Even with the house rules that I've tacked on, there's still fewer moving parts. They can get down, they can do their adventuring, the characters are different enough that, well, they, they feel different, they act different, they have different capabilities. And, well, you know, it was just more fun. Now, it took them a while to get used to descending armor class, which, well, that's the old way of doing things. But, hey, the character sheets have a nandy, nandy, handy chart that people can use, and just, like, there it is! You rolled this, this is what you hit, let's roll dice to do damage. Of course, Glorin's uh Player was a little shocked when I said, make that save versus petrification. Failed. Okay, you're turned to stone. Don't I get multiple saves like Phi Eevee? No, you don't. You get one, you fail, and now you are a statue. Too bad. Sorry. (coughs) So I have to reiterate that to them on the next session, which will be in two weeks. And I know this is going to be a short episode because I'm a day behind and I am running around like crazy this week because of mundane real life stuff. So uh, it's time to move on to that reading from the little brown books. Damn, I don't remember what we're on. Um, I even put up a bookmark in here. So we on 6th? I think we're on 6th level magic user spells because, I mean, the first one is stone to flesh, which they really needed, but they got a cleric. Okay, something, whatever. This was the little brown book. Magic users got it at 6th. And of course, reincarnation. Now, we were debating whether well there was some debate with uh, Bingo in the, in the church of when he was asking around town, finding out maybe cheaper to reincarnating. Well of course, the player character of some metagaming going, If you do that, I will hate you forever. <coughs> Invisible Stalker, yeah. You know, that's always been kind of a, a sixth level spell, but it I've never seen it work that great. Even against player characters, it just, eh. Lower water. Can save your butt. Can not save your butt. Part water. That sounds more like a cleric spell, you know, like Moses. But, hey, one of those handy. Project image. Well, it's pretty lame except for, well, you can cast spells through it. Now, anti-magic shell. This is one of the big ones. <coughs> basically, it's your turtling up. The magic user turtles up. He can't cast, but nobody can cast against him. Doesn't help if they're going to, like, claw his face off. But, hey, they won't do it with magic. And the death spell, which will just flat out kill anything with less than 7 hit dice. 2 to 16. Okay. In area 6 by 6. Please ask how big the room is before you cast this. Geese, which is sort of like the quest spell. Yeah, you got to do this because I told you to. Disintegrate. Well, you can kill them, or you can disintegrate them. It just depends on what it is. Once again, disintegrate. Another one of those, like, let's bring the whole castle wall down. Followed by move earth to get the rubble out of the way. And control weather, because, you know, you always want the weather to be nice when you're adventuring. I, you know, I don't... I suppose, yeah, 6th level spell to control the weather... But it seems like a lo- lot much. and you know, It's one of those that sometimes player characters would do it. I can see how it would be much more important in the early days of the game when you're playing, like, on a battlefield and you're going to control cavalry trying to charge across a muddy field or that sort of thing. But eh, outside adventures, and considering D&D really, you know, first edition didn't play that much with wilderness exploring and outdoor adventures, control weather just kind of seems like, why is it there? Well, this is a very short episode. It looks like it's going to hit about, oh, 11 or 12 minutes. And with that, I'm going to say keep those dice rolling, kill some monsters, take their stuff, have fun. Visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog. That's they theymightbegazebos.blog. I can't even pronounce my own blog. I'm sorry. theymightbegazebos.blog. It's the letter B, not B-E. Find us on Facebook. Theymightbegazebos. I spelled it right there. Or, hey, drop us an email at magicpigmedia.com. Or if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can leave us a voicemail. I'll probably play it. I'll respond to it. I'll respond to crazy questions you'll ask me about gaming. Fun questions, no serious stuff. Because there's just too damn much serious stuff in the world. And your game table needs to be a place for fun. Okay? For everybody. Till then, till next week, I'll have a better episode, longer episode. Have a good week, folks. Thank you.